Live from Orlando, Florida, you're now listening to the Ozone Podcast, the voice of Orlando Magic fans. Join us every week for a unique fan perspective on all of the latest Magic news and updates. The show starts now. What's up, Magic fans? Welcome back to another episode of the Ozone Podcast brought to you by DraftKings and part of the Basketball Podcast Network. We are your host, Al, myself, Anthony. Today is Friday, September 16th, and we are, what, two weeks away from media day? Basketball, Magic Basketball is definitely right around the corner. In today's episode, we are going to be discussing Terrence Ross and some comments that he made around Bobo. We're going to talk about Franz Wagner and, and his stellar play in, in Euroball. Um, we're going to talk about Gary Harris's injury, and then how can we not talk about the brand new unveiling the release of the Orlando Magic Statement uniforms. But before we jump into that first topic, um, I definitely want to remind everyone, if you haven't had a chance to listen to um, our last podcast with Devin Kennedy, definitely an amazing, amazing episode. He is an individual that um, has a crazy, crazy journey. And the fact that he blessed us with with joining on our podcast and, and dropping a whole bunch of gems, you know, it's it was definitely a great episode. So if you haven't checked that out yet, make sure you add that to your list of podcasts. Um, but without further ado, Al, brand new uniforms dropped at nine o'clock in the morning yesterday. What are your thoughts? What were your initial thoughts when you were able to see what they look like for the very first time? So I will say initially when I saw the leak, the NBA 2K leak that came out a few days ago, I was like, eh, I don't know. I got to see the actual thing. Uh, I wasn't too impressed. But seeing it live today, kind of seeing it a little bit in, in a video format, seeing it in different angles, man, it, it kind of jumps at you. It kind of pops a little more now, especially the side with the stars automatically made me a fan. Um, so for one, I cannot wait to get my hands on it. To, to get one uh let's see who i get this year um but man they, they're growing on me um i don't know if they're my favorite just yet i gotta wait for the city edition and see what that looks like but definitely an upgrade over our previous statement jersey yes so my initial reaction is 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 a little different than yours because when i first saw it i was a little confused i was really confused because the first thing that jumped out at me was 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 the green like i i saw green trimming i saw the the same stars that that you said that you saw i saw i just saw it in green (laughs) and the first thing that came to my mind was kind of like oh okay this is this is different and i started questioning because i i'd sent you a text it's like bro is it is this me or is this is green It, it would just be weird that you have like you know magic blue and green like that didn't make sense to me but then immediately once I sent you that text message I, to myself, I was kind of like, okay, maybe, just maybe this is their version of maybe highlighting Orlando. You know, when Mario Hazonia, he said that word in an interview and it kind of stuck a little bit with, with the fan base. I thought maybe they were highlighting that for some reason. Okay, that that maybe makes sense. Like in my mind, I was automatically like finding a way to accept this green. But you said you didn't see it. And then I sent the same text to my wife and my wife said that, yeah, she sees green also. So I'm like, what is going on? I quickly went to social media, started asking and, and certain people also saw green. Some people were saying, I don't know what the hell you guys are looking at. I only (laughs) see black, but that was the biggest distraction for me is the fact that I, 
I still like even if you're watching this podcast on YouTube, I have the uniform behind me. To me, that still looks green. All right. But we got to a point where we're accepting the fact that it is black. Now, granted, I'm not the only one. I did a poll on our Instagram page and on a poll of about a thousand people, 70 percent of the people also said it looked green. Now, there is an explanation for that. If you haven't had a chance to to be able to look at what the ex- explanation was. So Tony Wynn, who is one of the one of one of the people that work with the Orlando Magic social media contact crew, um, he mentioned he can confirm that it's not green, that this was a shot that was done at the old downtown rec center. And they wanted to pay homage to that by showing the photos in a subtle, nostalgic way, therefore giving the photos a slight green tint. So confirmation, not green. Glad we were able to get that out of the way. It's black. Now, I will start off by saying I do believe that it's a major upgrade from our statement jersey from last year. Yep. I was not a fan of our statement jersey. I'm wearing it right now. Not a fan of it. Still bought it. But to me, it was a little plain. It was plain because just a jersey, but only had those the the black blocks on the left mm-hmm. and the right side, right, with the pinstripes. I'm like, eh. But this here, they're finally giving us the full pinstripes. And I like the fact that they're incorporating the, the Tracy McGrady stars on the sides. Now, if you're adding this to our list of jerseys that we have, where would you rank it? What jersey would you say that is better or worse? So right now we have the white, the blue, the black, right? That's kind of what we know for sure we're going to be playing with this year. I still find the white ones, for some reason, that's my favorite. Uh, Like every time I I go buy a jersey, I always find myself kind of steering towards the white jersey always. Um, I would put it a solid second. I do like it more than the black, for sure. Um, But like I said, I want to see what the City Edition looks like. Uh, There's some rumors out there that we may bring back some um, classic jerseys as part of the city edition. I don't know if that's possible, knowing that based on what we've heard, we can only use classic jerseys every fifth anniversary for, of the team. So that would be next year. That would be our 35th anniversary. Um, so let's see. But for now, if I had to rank it myself, it would be the white ones, the blue ones, and the black ones third. So I, there, I feel like there's a mixed reaction with the fan base. Um, we also did a poll on this jersey <clears throat> to kind of see what what people were really thinking. And about out of a thousand people that participated in this poll, eighty three percent of the people said that you know this jersey was was good. It was hot over trash. And um, you know, honestly, I, I feel like this might be the best jersey that we have. Now, mind you, um, initially when I saw the jersey, I'm not saying that I was jumping out of my seat like, man, this is the best thing that I've ever seen in my life. This is great. I can't believe the magic did this. Um, but I still think that they they are very, very nice jerseys. At the same time, I kind of feel like we're we're kind of killing the pinstripes a little bit. I, I granted we went from you know the state men's jerseys that didn't have it to now they do have it. I feel like we're edging closer and closer and closer to accepting the T Max stars. And I I want us to embrace that more. Like I really, really do. We saw a little bit from you know, they're earning jerseys. We've seen it now with these statement jerseys. And I would like to see us embrace it way more. Um, a lot of people had complaints about the font. They would like the font to be changed. Um, from a little bit that we read is our understanding that they can't do anything about the fonts until whatever contract it's set up with Nike that allows them to change it. But I think at some point they need to accept 
the A and the star. I feel like if you put a star replacing the A, then I think it would, it would elevate the jersey a little bit, in my opinion. Oh, 100%. I think if you put in there, you know, just simple star instead of the A, it makes it 100% more modern. It kicks it back to, to the classic look of the Orlando Magic. But to your point, I wonder if there's some sort of uh, hitting agenda with the stars because we've seen it now a couple of times. We saw it in blue a few years back with the earned jerseys. Now we're seeing it in black in this edition. Um, so I, I wonder what's coming. Uh, we know a rebrand has to come at some point. We don't know if it's going to be next year, the year after, whenever that happens. Uh, maybe it's a subtle message of, hey, something is coming and it's going to be stars. So we feature a lot more than what they are now. Definitely. I hope on the font, some way, somehow, that star comes back because, again, it, what they have now is way too plain. And like you mentioned, they cannot do anything with it until a full rebrand happens. So as much as we want it, it's we got to deal with Nike at this point. Yeah, the good news is that these jerseys do look a lot better than the initial leak, like you said earlier. And I, I really think that a, major, a big reason for that is the fact that, again, they added the stars on the side. So I, I think it look, I think they look nice. Um, I'm hoping, I'm hoping because I already saw a couple of things online, but I'm hoping that the CD, the the city editions end up being, you know, really like I feel like last season our city editions were awesome. They were a great jersey. I wish they weren't orange. I wish that they were, you know, our standard colorway, but I thought that they were really, really good city uniforms. Um, and then from what I've seen online already, man, if they're really going that route, um, I don't know. I feel like uh, like we should prepare ourselves to hope for the best, but you know, expect the worst. Yeah, I think for sure though. I don't know if it's been officially confirmed, but the Magic, to my understanding, are not going to go orange anymore. So the color, the color scheme of orange, Correct. it's done. So I wonder what's coming. You know, is it going to be gray? <laughs> Featured more now. They they love the gray for some reason. Nike and the Magic. Um, so we'll see. Nike. Yeah. I just don't know when it's going to be released. I think it's around November when they kind of start um, I think so too. announcing it. And then they play a bunch of games in December and the rest of the year. So what, the what, are you, what, are you, what are you hoping for? Because we're, we're, we went in stages, right? We went from the space themes to the orange themes. Like what, what is it that you're hoping now, now that we've retired the orange, what would you like to see on the City Edition jersey? It's tough. I don't know if they're trying to be completely different, but if it was up to me, I would like to see, again, more more stars, not on the side, not on the shorts, but actually on the jersey structure itself, so on the body of the jersey. Um, again, by a little tribute to the T-Mac day, some way, somehow, it doesn't have to be the same, um, but something along those lines. I think we're due for that. We've kind of played around with so many ideas and different things. Um, that would be my my hope, at least. I mean, at least give credit to the Magic for trying to be creative with their city and put in space uniform. That's creative, right? Whether you like it or not. True. In my opinion, they're probably one of the worst ones that we've ever had. But um, it's creative. It's outside the box. Going orange. It's creative. It's outside the box. Them even adding a a, a floor is is expensive. That's right. It's out of the box. So I appreciate the fact that they at least attempted it. But definitely is definitely time to retire it. Um, I'm hoping that they continue being creative. Um, at the same time, I just want I want us to be able to have something that, you know, when you, when you compare it across the league, 
you know, you can look at the magic and and see that, man, those, those are nice. Because if there's one thing that you can always say about the Orlando Magic is that when it comes to our classic uniforms, like they were iconic. And that's something that nobody's ever, ever able to take away from us. And as long as we somehow stay true to that, you know, it's, it's something that I don't want to say makes the Orlando Magic popular because that's not, it's not the right term that I'm looking for, but people still hold on to that. And I think that exposure is important. I think representation is important. And I think that, you know, with that idea, they should definitely take it in and run with it. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what they look like. Yeah, I mean, especially this year that there's already so many eyes on the Magic, having Paolo on the team, Correct. France getting all the attention that he's getting in Eurobasket. So I think a lot of people that are big followers of the NBA, writers and things like that, keep saying the Magic is going to be fun. The Magic will be fun this season. So if you can some way, somehow take advantage of that and come out with this really cool City Edition jersey, again, the, the better it will be for us. Yep. We'll see. We'll see. All right. So, um, it wasn't it wasn't too long after we recorded with um Orlando Magic UK Penny for your thoughts right after we got off the air we we didn't get a chance to talk about it because we had Devin Kennedy on our episode um but Gary Harris Gary Harris um underwent a surgery on his left knee so first and foremost how much of an impact do you really think that would you know happen with the Orlando Magic and secondly you know, does it frustrate you that it's it's another moment where we're we're losing another player due to injury? I mean, uh, this is a year that I'm hoping. I really, really am hoping that we can stay healthy. We haven't had a healthy team. It feels like in three, four years. Um, so we're due for some luck, man. But to start the season like this, Gary Harris, I don't know what role he's going to have. Some people want us. You actually said in, in our previous podcast, probably you expected him to be a starter. If we're trying to win, because he adds, you know, defense, he adds a three-point shooting that we need. And I could see a world where that's actually true. So unfortunately, with him being hurt now, maybe missing training camp, maybe the beginning of the season a little bit, it takes away a player that's going to compete in training camp. It's going to compete against these young guys and make them better. Thankfully, the good news are when it first got announced, there was a lot of rumors that this could be something that could take months to recover from. Thankfully, based on what we're hearing, this could be something that takes four to six weeks at the max eight weeks. So considering he got hurt in early August or mid-August, that puts him at about the beginning of the season. Maybe he misses a month of the season, but he'll be back for the majority of the season. And that's the best news that we can kind of hope for here. But yeah, man, we need him healthy. We need him in the team. He's one of two vets on this team. If you want to, it's crazy to think about. It's Terrence Ross and it's him. So we need him out there, not just in the locker room, but showing these guys how to play hard, how to win, how to compete. Yeah, I think it's a it's a major hit because you're right. I did say that I expected for him to start. The reason why I said that is because he's one of the few veterans. He's a shooter. And I think that he would be the one that would compliment Markel Fultz um, the best. Now, with that being said, I think it's also a great opportunity now that Gary Harris is isn't going to be ready to go right away. You know, I, I, I've been keeping an eye on Cole Anthony, what he's been doing all summer long. And he is, is someone that, you know, I, obviously you don't, you don't have to document everything, but with it being documented, you can tell that he's been putting a lot of the work in, and I'm expecting a really, really big season for Cole Anthony. Um, and I, I think that having that vocal leader in there, it would be really good for the team. 
at the same time, I think that if if we're really competing, like we're looking to win now, and I, I haven't had a chance to listen to the Coach Mo's, um interview with the Pod Squad, I was able to read a little bit um, on you know what was said in that interview, and and some one of the things that stood out to me is the fact that you know Mo's is saying that this year we're we're looking to compete, like we're we're looking to win, um, and I and I think that. I, I think Gary Harris is, is the best option, at least to start. I'm not saying the whole entire season, but to start, I, I think that, you know, it's going to be a, a major hit, but I, I still think that our team is deep enough with guards um, that, you know, we'll, we'll be able to still do, still do good without him. Yeah. I mean, if Jalen Suggs is, is a hundred percent healthy, which hopefully he is by training camp and, and the start of the season, then there you go. Now you have Cole Anthony to choose from Jalen Suggs, Jalen Suggs. You have RJ Hampton who, Hey, he didn't seem great in train in uh, summer league, but in some way somehow he can bounce back and put on a strong training camp. He can get some minutes out there. Um, so I'm not concerned about kind of staying relevant until he comes back. The issue is, like you mentioned, we wanted to start strong, have the the, the best roster possible out there day one. Especially with the fact that we played so many road games at first, we played kind of I think three out of four games uh, in the first four or five nights of the season. Yep. Um, so a tough schedule. So having him out there would have been helpful to, with these young guys. Yeah. And what I love most and what, what I think that people are really looking forward to. Um, and even for coach most, like there's no, there's no guarantee. Like there's no guarantee that Markel Fultz is going to start. Cole Anthony is going to start. And even Wendell Carter, we expect it and we assume it because, you know, talent wise, you want to put the best players to start. But I think that going into it, like people are really going to have to, to earn it and Paulo included we Paulo's going to start we know that but it's not just here you go like you're gonna have to you're gonna have to show it and I think that he's talented enough that he will show it but I think that that's going to be really really exciting because you I, I think it's going to be a, a major battle in there with these players with Jonathan Isaac that has a lot to prove Paulo has a lot mm. of of weight on his shoulders being that number one pick Markel Fultz coming off that injury. Cole Anthony not wanting to be a sixth man. He he's hearing it. There's no way that he doesn't hear it. People are talking about it all the time. He people are saying that he's a sixth man type of player. He's saying, no, no, the hell I'm not. I'm going to show you. And I think that it's going to be exciting. The fact that they're going to be doing it in their brand new practice facility. Um, I think that all that is really exciting. Now, my question to you, Al, because we haven't had a chance to really talk about it. When it comes to the training facility. How important is that for the Magic? Okay, cool. Like, they spent over $70 million on this training facility. <clears throat> Alex Martin said that he traveled across, you know, everywhere and and compared training facilities. And he made sure that he had the best one in the world. Well, what are your, what are your thoughts on it? Is it really going to make that much of an impact? I mean, when you hear guys like Terrence Ross say that it's the best facility that he's seen in the NBA, we heard Wendell Carter say the same thing. The young guys are talking about, hey, why even go home? We have it all here. We have a barber. We have uh, a pool. We have everything we need in this place. I think that's the atmosphere that you're trying to create, right? It's basically make it where, hey, we practice here, but we're a tight group. We can hang out together here all day long if we need to. So hearing those things is exciting. Um, also, don't forget, the Magic finally have money to spend this offseason. If they choose to spend it this year, great. If they want to delay one more year, then they can spend the next year. But players look at little things like this. 
like a great practice facility, like a place they can call home and feel comfortable. Um, that family room looks amazing. So if a player comes in here with some kids and, and a wife that wants to enjoy Florida and save on taxes and also add this as a bonus, then why not? So I think it's definitely a, uh, it's going to give the magic an edge when it comes to free agency, when it comes to guys wanting to play here. And then of course we have a great young roster that as say, as say develop, hopefully it's going to attract more vets and, and, and players that want to play in Orlando that can help us win. So it can never hurt us. If anything, it's a great added bonus to us as a franchise. Um, but I mean, it looks amazing. I know we saw tours, the videos, the pictures. It looks incredible. Uh, what were your thoughts on it? And what do you think is the impact that it can have on our team? I mean, two full courts, an altitude chamber, hydrotherapy, whatever, a full kitchen, really expensive locker room. You're You're looking at the magic saying, hey, we're spending money. We're investing in our team. And I think that one is not only important because players talk amongst each other, right? If a free agent is is interested to coming to Orlando and he knows so-and-so, you don't think he's going to reach out and be like, yo, like, what, how, how is it really over there? How's Coach mm -hmm. Mose? How's the front office? How's the ownership? How's whatever? The training facility is a really, really big talking point. And I think that the minute that it was announced that it was open, like, dude, it went viral. The boardroom, uh, hoops hype, uh, house of highlights, like everyone was talking about our training. The whole entire world knows that the Magic spent $70 million on a training facility. And there was pictures to back it up. So, okay, what's important is, let's say that the Magic have a, has a successful season, right? The best exposure that the Magic could have is play meaningful basketball, whether it's in the play-in, the playoffs, or whatever case may be. You want to be able, and we've said this before numerous times, but you want to be able to have these free agents feel like, man, I could be that missing piece that gets this team over the edge, right? And when it comes to meeting with these free agents, when that time comes, it's, hey, let's give you a tour around our facilities. Hey, look at this $70 million training facility. Let's show you around. And I think that it's it's a really big bargaining chip because a player can look at it and say, "Damn, the Charlotte Hornets, man, they don't they don't have we don't have this, we don't have that." Utah Jazz, what this is what y'all locker room looks like? Like I I feel like in comparison, it's going to end up being a major major difference. Terrence Ross even said that he he sees himself spending way more time here than he normally would. And I'm not saying <clears throat> I can't say that I've ever had a tour in their previous practice facility, but from the pictures that we've seen, it's just a basketball court in the weight room. And I don't remember seeing anything else. Like we're talking about high level stuff here. Like I don't, I, I think that there's so much things in here that would really, really elevate the team experience just from a, a health, a nutrition, everything standpoint that, I think that it's, it's going to be really, really hard to look at it and ignore it. And I think at the very least, we have people's attention. Yeah, I mean, 100%. I think that's that's the biggest thing to me. It's the fact that people are noticing. Again, like you said, young team on the uprise. We're playing competitive basketball. It, again, we got the first pick in the draft. It seems, again, like the momentum, it's all there for the Magic to strike and make a move or simply catch the attention of those that have forgotten about the city and this team for so many years 
And rightfully so. Again, we have not been a fun team to watch. Even when we made the playoffs with Vooch a few years back, we were not a fun team to watch. I mean, I'm the first one to admit it. It's It was boring basketball. Well, guess what? That's not the case anymore. We're playing fast. We're shooting threes. So if some way, somehow, this new practice facility can help us, again, facilitate better players, like you mentioned, too, better health. There, there's so many things in that facility that they have now access to, including an entire medical team that's right there next to them. Um, so if they sprain an ankle, if they hurt our knee, they can get x-rays right away. They don't have to go to some downtown place or one in park place to get uh, x-rays. It's right there in your building. So those little things matter. Um, so again, credit to the front office, credit to the ownership group for making this investment. I think it's a step in the right direction. I know we've criticized ownership for a while simply because we haven't seen, again, the commitment to winning in this franchise. But I think this is a step closer to that. Giving the okay to trade Vooch after back-to-back all-star seasons, that's another sign that, hey, we're going to try to do this thing the right way and stop with this illusion of, hey, let's, let's just make a playoff and win a game. So things seems to be looking good for the Magic. And again, this is just another example of that. Um, the future's bright, man. I'm excited to see how it all plays out. You know, lately, I've been listening to a lot of NBA podcasts trying to get ready for the new NBA season. And it's been great. One reason it's been so great is because I use my Raycon wireless earbuds to do it. Raycon's everyday earbuds look, feel, and sound better than ever. With optimized gel tips for the perfect in-ear fit, these earbuds are comfortable and they will not budge. Trust me. Raycons give you 8 hours of playtime and a 32-hour battery life. Raycons are also priced just right. You get quality audio at half the price of other premium audio brands. It's no wonder Raycons Everyday Earbuds have over 50,000 five-star reviews. If you want the best sound quality out there at an affordable price, make sure you get yourself some Raycons Everyday Earbuds. To get yours today, go to buyraycon.com and use code TBPN15 to get 15% of your Raycon order. That's code TBPN15 at buyraycon.com to score 15% off. Once again, that is buyraycon.com and use code TBPN15. Yeah, LeBron says that he invests almost a million dollars a year into his body, and that's how he's able to perform at a peak level. And one of the first things that kind of, you know, what I think about is, all right, so maybe Cole Anthony doesn't have to spend a million dollars on his body, but it's because, hey, all you got to do is show up and we have everything here. I'm not I'm not saying I know anything that LeBron is doing to be able to spend a million dollars. But what I'm saying is that there's there's no reason to be at like a high peak level. You know, what I mean, like there's there's zero reason because there's, it's literally there's everything. The fact that, listen, they don't have to have a family room that doesn't like you don't need to have those things. But it's it's a way to get these players to be able to spend more time there, bring the family over. And it's not just only access to the players. From my understanding, that there's there's a section with Evan Health that you know the public will be able to have access to. It's mm-hmm. a it's a hundred thirty thousand square foot facility. Like it's massive, and it's right there next to the Amway. Ridiculous! It's crazy. It's crazy. Now, with that being said, some of the players we've already seen that. They've been able to go in there. They've already been able to utilize whatever case may be. The one player that I know for a fact that hasn't been able to 
really see and, and utilize all his benefits is Franz Wagner. And there's a very good reason why. Franz Wagner has been going absolutely insane in Euro play. What are your thoughts on on the I guess the rise of Franz Wagner? Because this is this is a player that is taking Euroleague by storm. It's almost impossible for Germany to play and and people are not talking about Franz Wagner. And then we we had a little bit of a scare where you know Franz had a little issue with with his ankle and and we thought that at first we thought it was a major injury because you know we weren't really hearing a whole lot coming out of out of their ball club but he ended up being ready to go and and had a really really big game in the quarterfinals. What are your thoughts? I mean, first things first, if there's one thing I've learned about France, like this kid is a a tough kid. He's not going to go out there and miss a game because he's sprained an ankle, he's sprained whatever it may be. He's going to go out there and play and we saw that. Um the scary part came from the coach saying that it looked to be serious. So we were all like, oh, my God. Uh, two weeks before the training camp, preseason, preseason was about a month away from when that happened. I'm like, oh, my God, here we go. Thankfully, 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 it was just a scare. He went out there in the next game. He defeated Giannis and, and Greece. And now he's on to the Final Four, playing Spain tomorrow. Actually, this episode drops on Friday. So this afternoon, they're playing that game against Spain. Um I mean, they're, they're, in my opinion, one of the favorite teams to win it all now. And if they do, France is going to have a really good big chance to win the MVP of the tourney. And that's not easy to do. Um, some people are calling him the German freak. Some people are calling him the next Dirk. Uh, so when you think about all these things, man, it's exciting. Now, what's crazy to think about is, think about it, what was it, a year and a half ago when he got drafted? Nobody, and I mean, I don't care who you are as a Magic fan listening to the show right now, nobody could have predicted the level of play and the talent that this kid has at such an, I mean, such a young age. Some of the numbers real quick. So he's averaging right now in the tournament 16 points, four rebounds, one assist, nothing crazy, but forget, they only play 40 minute games in, in this tournament. The most impressive thing, 53% from the field, 51% from three-point range, 94% for the free throw line. So this kid is at 6'10", looking automatic out there. And if you're watching the games, he's not shooting wide-open threes, you know, left and right. He's shooting step-back threes in meaningful moments over a guy like Giannis, who's the MVP of the league in the NBA. So, I mean, it's crazy. Uh, I don't want to get too hyped up and too excited, but, I mean, what we're no, seeing... Okay, get hyped up. Get wait, excited. wait, wait. I, I just want to be realistic because again, it, it's a different Don't game. Don't be realistic. It's not it's not fun to be realistic. We've been too realistic <laughs> for too long. Franz Jacob Wagner. I'm gonna start calling him Jacob Buckets just because it, it's it's crazy the amount how much how much social media really changes people's perspective because mm -hmm. the way that he's playing, he's playing better basketball. Like we we see the improvements already, right? We see it, but people haven't seen it and it's like now we're we're slowly starting to get now people are saying all right the orlando magic paulo bancaro number one pick oh i told you we told you it's gonna be the number one pick i don't know why people thought this this and that and now they're seeing Franz, and they're like man now they have paulo and Franz." and i think that now people are starting to catch on and i think that now people are starting to respect a little bit and this is this is in the off season bro like we have no idea how Franz and Paolo is going to look. We have no idea how Franz and Paolo is going to look with Markel Fultz and Wendell Carter. 
like there's so many there's so many unknown the dynamics is so it's so crazy that it might just work we might we might surprise we the, the range of the magic is is we could be the surprise team in the east and really make the playoffs or we could be right where we are uh last season next season like we really don't know it's it's somewhere in between i i think we're we're on we're on the ladder you know what i mean some people may may disagree but i think that you people are are viewing franz leading germany um taking the big shot over over Giannis doing it while injured i think that it screams his potential and i think that we already knew it but now people are starting to catch up on it what's going on magic fans the nfl's opening week was action-packed and it is just getting started get ready for week two of touchdowns big plays and even bigger wins with DraftKings sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the nfl this week, new customers can bet just $5 on any football game and get $200 in free bets instantly. Want more action? Everyone can experience the thrill of DraftKings' early win promotion. It's really simple. This Sunday, bet on any NFL team to win. If your team wins or leads by 10 at any point during the game, you get paid instantly, even if your team loses. All you have to do is download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN to get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's promo code TBPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Yeah, man, it's it's been impressive. I mean, two more games here. Hopefully they win tomorrow. They go to the final and hopefully they pull it off because that would be amazing for the Magic. It would be amazing for him. Um, but it's, it's I mean, it's scary how good this kid is. And like you mentioned, when you think about the possibilities, right? If Markel puts it together. Franz is putting it together. Paolo is supposed to be, you know, this incredible talented player. So if he can put it together right away in the NBA, and then you got guys like J.I. who was incredible before he got hurt. If he can come back somewhat close to what he used to be, Wendell Carter took a major leap that season. Cole Anthony, you said it, has been busting his butt all summer working out. So if all these things come together for the Magic, like you said, the sky's the limit. You really don't know what the limit is. It could be one of the middle seats in the East. It could be the, the fifth or sixth. Who knows? Or it could be barely making it. Or it could just be, like I said, we're tanking again. Who knows? That would be in the worst case scenario in my mind. And we're forgetting Jalen sucks. He was supposed to be the guy last season, right? The guard that were like, hey, we've been waiting for a guy like this for years. The guy looked like Marcus Smart. Defensively, he can guard anyone out there. If he can just shoot the ball, man, and just make a couple of threes a night, it's over. Like, if he can be the key member of this team to put it together, I think this team is going to go really far. And, I mean, it's, it's exciting to see all these things kind of play out. But France, man, for sure, has shocked me um, in a good way. We just hope that it continues because the sky's the limit with this kid. Yeah, if you haven't already uh, done so, make sure you go to OrlandoMagicHQ.com. Um, our man Kieran just dropped an article um, around Franz, a really good article, just kind of highlighting what you know he's been up to this offseason. Um, there, there's a lot of questions, bro, and that's that's the part that that's exciting is that there's like, can Paolo Bancaro be? Can we? Can he hold that standard? Of being that number one pick, I I I think that he can. Can Jonathan Isaac stay healthy? 
maybe yes, maybe no. But once he stays healthy, what is he doing? Like who who is he? Is he the the Jonathan Isaac of of old, or do we have to get used to this new Jonathan Isaac and, and what that role is going to look like? Uh, can Mark Hell stay healthy? Can Wendell Carter stay healthy? Can everybody stay healthy? And I think that if things start to go our way finally, because I, I feel like every year we've just dealt with really, really bad injuries that really kind of you know supported our initiative. We got the number one pick. So, you know, I'm I'm not too mad, but now we 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 need to see the fruits of that. Like now we we need everyone to be healthy. We need everyone to play. And I think that, you know, eventually right around the corner, those questions that we have, we're going to start getting answers to them. So, I mean, you, you said it best. The key word for this team is health. If you can put, if you can summarize what it's going to determine the success of this team this upcoming season is health. health. Because we have, a, I mean, if these guys are all healthy, the depth of this team, just the bench unit, could legit, legit, you got some guys there that could be starters on, on teams. So if they can stay healthy, Again, that's when we can really see this team maybe surprise some people. Yeah, $70 million training facility. We got admin health downstairs. This team better be healthy. Now, Terrence Ross recently um, on his T. Ross podcast, he had some interesting comments around Bobo. Pretty much saying that this dude is, is a freak of nature, that he's able to do some unreal things that you've never seen done before. My question to you is, is this all smoke? Do we really think that Bobo has an opportunity to really crack a rotation? Forget, forget, you know, the outlandish takes, which is, you know, him him being productive and out of nowhere becoming an all-star, right? Forget, forget that world. Cracking a rotation. Can he can he be can he be that? I don't think so. Uh, at least not right off the bat. And we just talked about health with this team. The only way I can see that happening is if we have some injuries early on, especially to the big guys, say Mo Bamba goes down or say Wendell goes down for a week or two and you need that extra help and he gets you know some exposure out there, gets some minutes and he impresses in that time, then maybe. But right off the bat, in my opinion, you got guys that at this point in their career are simply better than he is. Now, the things that Terrence Strauss said are all accurate. This dude can hit threes. This dude can dunk on people. He can block, he can block anybody. So freaking tall. Nothing new there. We know all those things about ball ball. The problem is he has not been able to transition that into the NBA, do it consistently, and like you mentioned, crack the rotation. He couldn't do it at Denver. Let's see what the magic what happens. Um, but ideally, he does. I mean... That would be another plus for the Magic, a gamble they took that actually pays off. You can trade him, you can keep him, and give him a, a rotation spot within the team. But as of right now, if you ask me, I don't think he'll be part of the rotation, but he's better be ready because there will be chances when he can go out there on the court and prove himself. Yeah, and then Coach Molson in the Pod Squad um, episode said that Bobo is extremely talented, skilled, as well as being a good decision maker. Training camp will show him better what the rotations will be, but Bowl Bowl has a good in scrimmages. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that Interesting. means. Anybody can look good in scrimmages. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I, I really, I really have no expectations for Bobo. I have zero. I, I don't. I don't know. I, I, I honestly don't even remember where he was drafted. My understanding is he was supposed to be a lottery pick. I don't. I don't know. I'm. I'm not going to look it up. But I, I think that in the very beginning there was very, very high expectations. 
and we saw we've only been able to see glimpse and the glimpse are from games that didn't matter and i think that i'm i'm okay with the magic you know throwing the flyer i'm i'm okay with it if it works out works out if it doesn't doesn't i i have nothing now the questions like i just said there's a crap ton of questions <clears throat> just imagine if he is able to that's an additional arsenal that the magic will have to choose from to be able to do damage if bobo can be productive on some kind of level you're 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 talking about dangerous things happening on the basketball court very dangerous things because what he's able to do with the basketball is unreal the question is can he do that with nba level competition at its highest peak and it's funny because you mentioned about having no expectations i feel a lot of us feel the same way about jonathan isaac another guy that's tall super long good defender can kind of do it all out there so to your point if these two guys come in they are the perfect build to what our front office likes right it's lengthy guys that can kind of do it all on the court it would be amazing if they can put it together. And I'm including them both in the same sentence because their issue has been health. They haven't been able to stay healthy, both J.I. and Bobo. But we know the potential on both. To answer your question, Bobo was supposed to be a lottery pick. He injured his foot uh, in college. And then the uh, the Nuggets took a flyer on him on the second round. So that was second kind round. of a... Sort of. Yeah. So again, this kid fell heavily in the draft. Nobody expected him to fall that low. Um, so, I mean, it's on him. If he's hungry, he'll get his chances in Orlando for sure. It's a matter of, can he do it? And he can he stay healthy. That's the biggest thing. He's wearing Evan Fournier's jersey. So he, he's gotta be, he's gotta be a baller, right? That's just automatic. You wear 10 year baller. Isn't that the way that that works? Maybe yes, maybe no. What I would like to see is a Jonathan Isaac, Mo Bamba and Bobo lineup in some capacity. I'd like to see it once just for, just, just to see it. If we are ever up 20, just just throw out an all-seven-footer lineup out there. Just do it. Put Paolo at point guard, France at the two, Jai at the three, Ball Ball at the four, Mo Bamba at the five. Just do it. What's the worst that can happen? <laughs> just do it. <laughs> why, why not? We've done worse. Yeah, we have. <laughs> All right, so... Um, listen, media day is not, it's not too far away. Uh, next week, we're going to start doing our official season preview episode, um, ahead of media day, just to get everyone in preparation for it. Um, this off season, it has been, is, I feel like it's gone by so fast and so slow at the same time. Um, a lot of, a lot of highs for the Orlando magic from drafting Paulo, getting the number one pick to, you know, Franz balling out the way that he is there's a lot of things to be excited for um and we're we're almost there what, what's the countdown so the wait, first we game? got we got uh let's see so we got media day in less than two weeks and the week after that is our first preseason game against the grizzlies so we're looking at about two weeks and a half yeah that's that's gonna fly by stupid quick for sure stupid quick um but and that's i think that's all we got right Tell all the topics. That's That's it. it. Man, that's, that's a wrap. I appreciate you guys listening. We'll catch you guys next week. 
Thank you for listening to the Ozone Podcast, the voice of Magic fans. For all the latest Orlando Magic news and updates, follow us on Twitter at the Ozone Pod and on Instagram at Orlando Magic HQ. Remember to subscribe and leave a five-star review on all your favorite podcast listening platforms.